Hi, everyone. My name is Kennedy Tippins. Welcome back to my podcast, Rooted. I hope you guys had an amazing 4th of July week, weekend. I was super sad to take off, but at the same time, I had a lot going on last week, you know, and so I assumed that for the holiday, we would just take a break. I'm super excited, though, to get back into the rhythm of things. I have a really good lineup of topics for these next few weeks that I'm so excited to dive into. This week, we are going to be talking about prayer, different types of prayer, how prayer can affect your life, how it can benefit your health and just your surroundings. I have kind of wrestled back and forth with this subject for a long time, and I just think that it would be a really nice topic to discuss in depth. And so, yeah, with that being said, let's jump on right into it. So kind of the first thing that comes to my mind when I think about prayer is how I pray my everyday life. Um, I constantly am like praying little prayers throughout the day and I kind of just like keep it going. Like for an example, I have my prayer in the morning that I pray and then throughout the day, like I'll just be like, Lord help them or this or this. Um, When you are driving and you pass like a really bad wreck, Jesus bless those people, please protect them, keep them in Jesus name. Like just quick little prayers like that. The little boy that I keep, Oliver, he knows that I do this quite frequently. And at first he was he would be like so annoyed with me. He was like, why do you always pray in the car? And I'm like, because prayer works. And I explained to him like, I explained to him why I pray and, you know, like how it works and who I'm praying to. And I broke it down for him. And now when I pray in the car, he bows his head and he says, amen at the end. And so that is just very, uh, a very big piece of encouragement for me, I guess, in that. And so some people, you know, they pray once a day and that's it. But the Lord teaches us that we should be in constant prayer. Um, I have a prayer that I pray every night because I used to have really bad dreams when I was a little girl. Some of them I do believe were prophetic dreams that I would have as a little girl multiple times. And then as I'm looking back on them, what would happen in those dreams happened in my real life. And so I had really vivid and bad dreams when I was a little girl. And this was the prayer that I came up with probably when I was like, I want to say nine or 10. It went like this every night. Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you for everything you've given me and everyone you've given me in this life. Please protect me and let me have no bad dreams while I sleep. And that's all for right now. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. Um, the that's all for now I got from a family friend because that is so true that that really was all for now. Whenever you pray prayers, I, I just loved that phrase that he coined the that's that's all for now, God, because we for sure will have more later. And so y'all can steal that if you want. But I have just been thinking a lot. That prayer that I that I started praying every single night, and I'm 19 years old now, so what, 10 years later? Craziness that I still pray that prayer every night before I go to bed because I remember those bad dreams had a lasting impact on me and they taught me a lot, but 
they, uh, at the same time, I, I don't know. I just, I want to protect myself. I'm very aware of, uh, the demons that try to get to me while I'm sleeping. And so uh, when you're sleeping, it's one of the most vulnerable times that uh, us as humans can go into, one of the most vulnerable places. So I always just prayed that prayer that I even understood as a little girl that prayer works because I've been told my whole life that prayer works because of my testimony and my story that there was no way that prayer didn't work, you know? And so... I'm brought to Psalms 66, verse 17 through 20. It says, For I cried out to him for help, praising him as I spoke. If I had not confessed the sins in my heart, but the Lord would not have listened. But God did listen. He paid attention to my prayer. Praise God, who did not ignore my prayer or withdraw unfailing love from me. So it makes me think, about like that verse makes me think about how we tell God everything we should tell God everything you know and there's also just a sense of guilt sometimes when we pray for just the things we want instead of being thankful and showing thanksgiving to the Lord and so I wrote down just a couple different kinds of prayer that I wanted to discuss let me pull it up here on my phone I was thinking about this episode and I was like, oh, well, there's lots of different prayers to be prayed. There's prayers of thanksgiving. There's when you're asking God for stuff. There's the hurtful prayer where you're hurting and you cry out to God. There's the joyful prayer. You know, the thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Those types of prayers. There's angry prayers. And the last one that I could come up with was there are dangerous prayers. And I'm going to kind of unpack that for a little bit, just my personal, what I think each of these are. I try every single night before I get into any of my prayers for anything related in my life. Jesus, I thank you for this day. And I thank you for everything and everyone that has been placed in it. That sentence right there. And a lot of times I go into detail. Um, I have a prayer wall that I've started in my room recently where I have specific names of people on sticky notes. Like it could be the most random people like this random girl I saw the other day. And it could be someone that I've been walking with forever. And I have my family up there and I have just a bunch of my friends up there. And I have specific prayers. And that is uh, when they get put on that wall they get prayed for. And uh, it is such a uh, such an intentional thing that I've started doing because I realized that I was really good at calling my friends out in their un-Christ-like ways, but I wasn't good at walking, walking that out with them. I'll be like, hey, you're doing that. That's not Christ-like. But then I wouldn't be walking with them in the Hey, have you read your Bible today? Like, hey, have you, what are you learning? What's the Lord teaching you? So I have started trying to be more intentional about praying for my friends, blessing my friend group, blessing my family. Like, it's such a positional thing, I think. And I know that we talked about manifestation in the witchcraft episode, but there is such a power of the tongue. And I don't remember 
what passage says it. I'm flipping through my Bible right now. I might not be able to find it, but the Bible tells us that your tongue has power and to use it wisely. And if you quote unquote manifest stuff with the intention that the power is coming from you speaking it, that's actually just the enemy in disguise. That's the God of self. But if you pray out loud, you pray out loud, it is a different type of manifestation. I don't even like to use that word. It is prayer. When you pray out loud, the Lord is listening. And uh, um, you're speaking life into these things. Uh, what are some things that I financially... The other day, I had a little bit of a scare. I have been struggling financially for a few weeks now. Um, not necessarily anyone's fault because, like, I had jobs lined up, like, I had stuff, but, like, just I was struggling financially and I had a lot of stuff that I needed to pay for. And I had kind of a panic attack the other day and I was freaking out. And I, I was laying in my bed and I looked up and I saw my prayer wall and I was like, why have I not? why have I not prayed about this? Like I have always struggled with trusting the Lord financially, like even with tithing and stuff. Like I struggle so much because I struggle to see the benefit of it and like trust the Lord with it. And it's something that I've been working on for like a long time. And so I just felt compelled to like get up and put my financial needs on the wall and within five minutes, someone Venmoed me $300 um, for something that I did that I did not think I, I didn't think I was going to get the money. And that was like, I saw that and I was like, thank you, Jesus. Like, thank you so much. Like, it was such a quick response, which the Lord likes to do sometimes, but there are also times where there is not a quick response and you are waiting. And part of it is because the Lord wants to teach you patience and he wants to teach you something. There is a value in that waiting. And I just think that, I just think prayer is so valuable. I also want to talk about um, dangerous prayers and how those can impact our lives. Um, One of the worst prayers I ever prayed. And people are like, "You, there's no such thing as like a bad prayer. I don't believe that. I believe the worst prayer is the one you didn't pray. Um, That is a bad prayer because every time like I'm like, oh, I want to pray about this. And then I don't because I'm like, oh no, like God wouldn't want to hear that. Or you're being too needy or like whatever. That is such a tactic of the enemy. And I wholeheartedly believe that the Lord wants to hear everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it. And so there are very dangerous prayers that you can pray. And one of the worst prayers I ever prayed that absolutely wrecked me. And it wrecked me in a good way. Y'all ever feel like you've been slapped by the Holy Spirit? I I prayed a prayer about someone the other day. And I was like, Lord, I pray that you just wreck them with the Holy Spirit. Like just absolutely destroy them in Jesus name. Like this person, I just know their potential. 
I know who they are. I know their heart. And they just need that perfect amount of conviction and to be slapped upside the head spiritually. I be praying these dangerous prayers on behalf of myself and my friends because I know that some of them don't have the heart to do it. And so here I am risking it all, you know? So one of the dangerous prayers I prayed (laughs) was, my poor friends, one of the dangerous prayers that I prayed was, Lord, if there are people in my life right now that don't belong and aren't helping me please you and get closer to you, take them out. When I tell y'all I was lonely, I was so lonely because like everyone left like and they didn't just leave. They left in ways that there's not any coming back. Like I'm not saying that I uh, am holding out resentment and I'm I'm saying that some of them packed their bags and are halfway across the country. And I do believe in redemption and like, you know, they're like, I'm not saying that the Lord can't bring them back in my life, but I'm saying that there was a big reason that they left and there was a lot of flames on the way out. And it wrecked me. I loved these people so much. And it really was, when it comes down to it, it really was a religion debacle. And I wasn't willing to budge on my faith. And they weren't willing to budge on their beliefs. And so I was willing to coexist, but I wasn't willing to compromise my heart. Um, And in order for them to be around me, they needed me to compromise my heart. So I was out of there. Um, dangerous prayers are like, don't pray with no intention behind your prayers. You need to be intentional with it because when you speak stuff out, it has power. And so don't just be lazy and be like, oh yeah, I pray for this. Oh yeah, I pray for this. Oh yeah, I pray for this. Like, no, be so intentional, be careful with your words and be detailed that is that is a huge thing. Be pray specific prayers. Lord, I pray that on this you do this and you help her feel like this and you blah, blah, blah. pray as specific as you can because if you just say something like um oh what's a good example? Lord, help this person like me. Or like if you have someone that doesn't like you, like at all, help this person like me. Well, what if they fall in love with you and you don't like them like that? You just didn't want them to dislike you. Like the pray specific prayers. I pray that this person's hatred towards me is lifted and we're able to be friends. Like that's just a silly, not a silly excuse, but that's just a silly little example of things that we could be very specific with that a lot of times we aren't. Another um, example I have of a hurtful prayer. I know that I've said this before on this podcast, but it's so true. Um, I think the closest I've ever been with God was uh, when my papa passed away because that was a hurtful prayer and it wasn't an angry prayer. 
It wasn't at first, I will say. I think that that has changed. Um, It wasn't an angry prayer. When he passed away, there's literally a picture of me and my sister knelt by his bed praying. And that was the most I've ever felt, the presence of God. And it was weird because in my grief and in my hurt, I had such a peace because I knew that he went to heaven. I knew that he got saved before he passed away. And that was a hurtful prayer because I knew black and white that it was God's timing and what needed to happen. But my worldly self and my selfish self wanted him to be here. Now, like a month ago, I was the first time I went to go visit his grave. And that was an angry prayer. Because I had felt the weight of him not being on this earth. Him not getting to FaceTime me at my last prom. Him not being in my graduation. Him not meeting the friends that I have in my life right now. And the important people that I would like him to meet. Like That was an angry prayer. And I uh, had to pray it. You know, like the Lord, the Lord's not afraid of your angry prayers. Um, He can handle it. And for you to think, this is me talking to myself right now too. But for me to think that I am so solely important and like, uh, how do I word this? For me to think that I can hurt God with my prayers is self-glorification. Like, I know that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of God and all of it and stuff. I am not God. And I'm not better than God. So, the whole point of mine and God's relationship is that I am broken and I need a savior and I need that. And sometimes I have so much pride that I'm like, I'm gonna hurt God if I say that. Like, I'm sparing his feelings. Like, what? No, that just is going to make you closed off. It's going to give the enemy a seat. Like, ugh, I hate it. I hate it so much. Anyways, there's also joyful prayers. A lot of times we'll pray for things. It's so easy for us to get what we want and then not follow up on that, you know, because that's just, that's just how it is, you know, um, we just get in our own heads about stuff and we get excited and the excitement overwhelms us and we forget the second part to that answered prayer is the thanksgiving to that and it is so easy so easy to uh to not thank god for things especially things we prayed for um you know i talk about the spirit of distraction quite often But it is a real thing and it needs to be addressed, you know. So if y'all take away anything from this episode, pray, pray all the time. Never let your praying end. Jesus prayed when he was on this earth. He taught us how to give the ultimate prayer to God and he showed us everything that we should be doing. He took time by himself to pray. He prayed with his friends. He prayed for random people like I uh, hear about people being afraid to pray in loud groups all the time. And I understood, but I never like personally understood. Like I never understood from the experience because I was never one of those people because 
I used to go to a counseling group. Um, and it would be like me and a bunch of girls my age. And they would always say, okay, who gets to pray? Because it was a privilege to get to pray. And instead of like, does anybody want to pray? Like, I love the wording on who gets to pray. Um, and so be bold. Don't let fear hold you back from doing the Lord's work. Pray by yourself. Pray with your friends. Pray for your friends. Pray for random people. Like, you don't have to walk up and be like, can I pray for you? Unless the Lord is leading you to do that, then absolutely do that because I think it could be amazing. But like, if you just see someone that sticks out to you, maybe just like remember what they're wearing and pray for them and bless them and keep them in Jesus' name. And my last thing that I'm going to leave here with is I have said this before as I say many things quite often, you know, uh, but your faith and your relationship with God is personal, not private. So that is also in regards to prayer, where people in my life know that they're on my prayer wall. Well, some of them do, but they don't know specifics of what I prayed for them for. Now, if they ask me to pray for something, I'll be like, hey, I did add that to my prayer wall and I am keeping it in my prayers. My prayer wall is personal, not private. It is set up in my room and when my friends come in, they can see it, but the prayers that they're not allowed to see, the sticky notes are folded and they know not to open those. Now, there are some prayers that they're more than welcome to read because I feel like when they're reading those prayers, they're praying with me and I want to leave that door open, but prayer is personal, not private, and it also can be communal. So, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Stick with me. I'm going to be getting active on the social media sites. Hopefully soon. I've been kind of taking a break for a little bit, but the grind is about to come back. I love you all. I hope you have an amazing week. Bye.